So today on The Delve, we're talking about murder robots, but not the ones you're used to, the Westworld ones. Yeah. Yeah, a show of hands, I'm wondering out there who who's seen Westworld. Probably, Probably a lot in of our audience. audience. I, reckon, I recognize the name my entire, you know, movie-watching career, although, and I think I recognize the Itchy Scratchy episode of The Simpsons as a parody of this years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I read the Wikipedia article. Well, I mean, you know, theme park, killer robots. Although it didn't surprise me, like, I'm reading, after I watched it, I read the Wikipedia article, and you have, you know, you have director Michael Crichton, and you're like, oh, Jurassic Park, check. Yeah. <laughs> director, screenwriter, Michael Crichton. This is apparently all they would let him handle. Like, they wouldn't, like, he's just like, yeah, apparently they would only risk science fiction on me. You know, he's only done science fiction, though. Or he's, I don't know, actually, I don't know his career nearly well enough, but he's known for science fiction almost exclusively. Yeah, but... Mainly because, you know, Jurassic Park. And that was, that was, I definitely feel like, that anyone who says that this wasn't a precursor to that is full of sin and lies. Yes, oh no, this is absolutely, I mean, I, I forgot the Park Crichton connection until Leo had brought it up. But yeah, no, it's absolutely, you know, A, it's Jurassic Park prequel, or, you know... If at some point, you know, in the in the future of Jurassic Park, right. they went, well, dinosaurs didn't work out. But maybe murder bots. What about robots that clearly will not kill people? We'll have all these safety protocols in there. Alright, let's, okay, let's do this. Let's let's give the plot so that I can talk about the safety protocols. Okay. Alright, so we have the plot, which is, we see there, this corporation in the name of Dor. Dor the, the island is called Delos, or the place is called Delos? You know, the general resort is called Delos. And that's the name of the corporation, too. I okay. So Delos, I believe it. Delos has made a uh, resort that's comprised of three theme parks. Medieval World, Rome World? Rome, Roman World. And Westworld, which is Western World. It should be Western World, but it's called Westworld. For short. Um, and you have vacationers go there, and you are able to, like, immerse yourself in the realistic portrayal of these times, kind of. And As all, you saw in movies as a kid. Right, but yeah. And all of the people there... And of course, are, Rome World is, in fact, porn Rome World. Of course. Well, really, they're all kind of porn Rome, whatever worlds. Yeah, but see, they sell Rome World as, you know, Bob Buccioni's Caligula. Fair enough. You know, if there's a Helen Mirren bot in Rome World, it would just be Caligula. But we're we're still okay. So unless you are a guest, the only other population is robots that look like humans except their eyes cleanse, or at least their eyes glint and, their, and their hands are, you know, imperfect. Right. And uh then the robots go bad. And that's the plot. That's yeah. So the safety protocols. So, in Westworld, they give you guns, because why not? Because it's a Wild West movie. Even though you've never been trained with them. They say, because they have safety protocols. If the gun senses that you're pointing at something that's at least body temperature or solar or somewhere around there, it just won't shoot. So, A, I don't know how the robot got his gun to shoot. I guess it's just not function. And B... Has the have these sons of bitches never heard of Ricochet? Yeah, if, yeah, but, you know, again, if it hits, you know, whatever it hits, it lands, it, it stays in. Because I mean, just if it bounces off, <coughs> then you're fine. Mm-hmm. That and there was one line that pegged me because say what you will about Jurassic Park, I don't really believe. I believe he stretched for some of the ways to make things go wrong. 
Whereas in this place, they admit, they're like, well, some of the robots are built by other robots, and we have no idea how they work. <laughs> We've just built up, yeah, a society of robots is now just completely right. there now. Right. They don't, they never built. They don't know how their robots work. So this is what, what's that, what's that, what's the, um, in X-Men, what's the, what's the Sentinel that builds more Sentinels that looks like a Sentinel? Master Mold. Yeah. So they've, they've decided that they're going to go with the Master Mold plan. And that's not even my problem, because there's robots that build robots, and we have that today. That's fine. And so far, nothing's murdered anything. You see, they went with the, well, things have been going wrong, you know, more often than we thought they would. Why don't they know how their shit works? I don't know. <laughs> These are bad programmers. That's... And why is the building rigged so that as soon as they cut main power, they die? Uh, it's, it's like the, you know, they work on an Egypt world situation where when the pharaoh dies, all his servants go with him. <laughs> how, how ridiculous is it that they're like, cut main power, all right, well, now we can't get out and there's no oxygen. We really didn't think this through, did we? No. No, this is the, this, the people running through idiots. Yes. Their, their, their problems have been going on longer than, you know, the movie started. Right. And there's one dude who's kind of smart enough to start seeing that things are going bad, and everyone goes, poo-poo, poo-poo, you're wrong. <laughs> because it's a Michael Crichton film, that has to happen. Or a Michael Crichton story, that has to happen. But this one, this one, they deserve everything they get. Yes. Yeah, scientists deserve to die. Although, uh, I would not, you know, say that... James Brolin deserves to die. No way. No. James Brolin was awesome, and I'm like, oh my god, they just murdered James Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is, like, I think, a PG film. Let's talk about how much blood is in this movie. Yeah, but it's, like, fake blood. It's fake blood, but it's, it's, it's not like... super fake. It's not like, you know, fake Klingon blood in Star Trek VI, where it's, like, purple. Right. The robots still have... This is red paint. Yeah. It's it's still meant to be, like, you know, if we showed human blood, I would have assumed it would be the same exact... Sure. And they just, you know, apparently these robots are full of blood. Yeah, well, they're just sacks of blood. Sacks of, yeah, just just blood sacks and, you know, circuit boards. They did a pretty good job in a couple areas, though. One of which was they they created such an air of safety, and they're stressing to you as the viewer. They're like, he's quite is begging you to know that things are going to go wrong. He's screaming at you from his director's chair, things will go wrong. So you know things are going to go wrong. But they seat you in there with the guests so well, and they give you enough false herring, like red herrings, that when the Black Knight finally snaps and stabs a fucker, you're like, oh my god, the Black Knight just stabbed a dude. Well, we all saw that coming, but... <laughs> but it was still kind of We were like, oh, maybe, maybe they'll get out of this. <laughs> that dude had to be terrified. You've got this hugely overweight man. You're just, like, running from the Black Knight, and you're wondering what he's thinking, because you're like, you're supposed to win this fight. Do you think they're going to make you wander around like this? But now... Now, I wonder if in 1973, when this came out, hmm. did we know the robots were going to go evil eventually? Was that always our assumption in life that... Well, when did Blade Runner come out? Which, uh, when, when did Blade Runner come out? 80, that's 82, 83. Alright, so this is... This is, this is pre-Terminator, early. this is pre-Blade Runner. Yeah, but there was definitely there were definitely movies where robots well, went bad. The first robot thing, you know, uh, Ross and the Universal Robots involves the robots going bad. So the idea of robots inevitably going evil and killing everyone actually is as old as robots. And this, this adds a as a word. Well, this adds a little bit of flavor to those robots, and basically seems to me like an interesting precursor. They're like, 
How is James Cameron not going, oh, okay, yeah. I, I can, can make a movie out of this. I can do this, but look cooler. <laughs> yeah, right? Because it, this is definitely, like, with the, the robot point of view and the vision and, like, the sensors. And you're like, this is just, like, proto-Terminator. The, the, oh, uh, you know, that last half hour or so? Sure. Where you have the non-speaking Ewald Brenner, who says maybe two, three lines... Less than Arnold says in Terminator. Definitely. Which he says, you know, I think total 30 seconds of dialogue in that film. Mm-hmm. You know, just wandering around, chasing after one dude. Who started out like the bumpkin is bumpkin in the West. Yeah. Well, I feel like he was a city slicker with, you know, kind of, you know, I guess, a divorce? They didn't ever... He ex- was divorced because he had... He had the lawyer with him. And he gave everything to the wife, basically, or she took him to the ringer because mm-hmm. she had the kids. So, yeah. So you have this divorce, divorcee who is now going on this as a – his friend has dragged him along to get him out of this. And the side part is – all right, I know it's 73, so there's inflation and everything. But they're like, it costs you $1,000 a day. And I'm just like, you know – That's absurd now. If you – It's a lot now. On the right day at Disney World. <laughs> you easily, easily spend $1,000. Yeah. Oh, if you, if you do Disney World at its max – Oh. Yes. Yeah. You could, you're going to cross that. And that's all I'm thinking. I'm like, I hope it's a small world that's gotten updated since then. I hope not. <laughs> I see, see, this, and you know, this is what Disney will eventually do. <laughs> They're going to buy another island somewhere. They already own a few islands. Sure. going to buy a large island and, you know, build per- Disney World perfect. Yeah, but it's, we've talked about this. It's a chin scratchy land. <laughs> and well, it can only go bad. Well, literally, the chin scratchy land, you know, took from this. Yes, it did. And they even quote lines. Mm-hmm. That I haven't, I haven't, I have to go back and watch it. Just scratch you. If I had more time today, I probably would have watched that episode. They do love that one, and then I'm going to Disney World, you know, next month. So mm-hmm. gonna have to watch it at some point. Sure, just to prepare. Yeah, just for when the parade goes rogue and kills us all. <laughs> but now this is, um, I love the acting was fantastic. Yeah, this is. I love the actors, especially the, Brolin. Brolin was good. Um, Brolin was just such a cocky son of a bitch. He was, I loved it. He was great. You know, Yul Brenner for his unspeaking murderous role. Sure. I, again, when we build murder bots, I want to be murdered by Yul Brenner bot, not Arnold bot. Oh, definitely. Or, uh, you know, T1, T, T1000 bot. Yeah, I'll take that. Or Chick bot from T1003. Hopefully we don't build those. I mean, I'd take the T1000. He's just such a, such a passive white dude. That, you know, sure. If I can't have Yul Brenner, give me the T1000. Okay. Again, <laughs> I really hope that we go through all of these, you know, robots... You know, when the robots decide how to kill us, they go, you know, we should make this obvious. Well, well that, we don't want them to be too obvious because I don't think enough people have watched Westworld. I think enough people, I think enough, you know, people, you know, when you see Yul Brenner in a cowboy outfit, an obviously evil cowboy outfit, it's black. <laughs> the, the outfit, not him, Yul Brenner, you know, a bald man who most people probably know from... The King and I. The King and I, or maybe some other people might know him from, you know, Magnificent Seven. Yeah, I seen it. But... I was thinking we, I, I'd like to do, you know, a Western episode at some point. Oh, uh, there's certainly a room, like, I, I haven't wanted to watch The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. That's, I was eating, I think, you know, probably the Spaghetti Western years, so like Django. Sure. You know, Magnificent Seven, and um, either Marathon Name or Good, Bad, Ugly. Speaking of Django, uh, Tarantino commissioned a comic that's the, I guess, the official sequel to Django, which is Django vs. Zorro. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read that, just to see how it went. If it's if people if people are saying it's good, I might check it out. But I feel like that film can is great, 
but I need nothing more of that. I was just like, I, I always like to see people's treatment of some characters, and Zoro's one of them. Well, Especially Tarantino. Yeah, we got what, one more Tarantino film. If he actually retires, is he, he's going to retire like King retires, <laughs> which is to say he will become more prolific. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't know if we can handle more Tarantino films. There's so few ones that are really fantastic. Say what you will about Tarantino, though. If one's on the background, it's always like, oh, okay, what's going on? <laughs> but no, so like the cast was fantastic. The music was fine. I kind of I. They get they get out of having to be like we're in the future or this is the time period we're in just by removing you completely from the world. You don't catch up with anyone until they're on like hover trams. Yeah, I mean, you show you know the first part of the movie is a commercial about Delos, which apparently they added after the fact, just to pad out the time a little bit. I think to something about describing well, it more. I or? guess so because they don't really ever they, without that they never they never explain where they really are. Mm-hmm. But they made him do it. Just to, I think, to make it easier on the audience. Yeah, I mean, it, it, make, it makes sense. I thought that was a good way to start the film. But this was apparently a really rough movie for Crichton, just because MGM had, a, at this point, had a very historically bad <laughs> reputation for working with people. <laughs> but um, the music was fine. The What future stuff we did see was all right. And the one thing I was complaining about, they fixed right away, because they get there, and they're like, just go to the car that's going to the world you're going into. And I'm like, that's a weakness. You need to know where everyone's going. And then, like, two seconds later, they're like, hey, give your name to the person there, which they never do. Uh, she does check her. She does ask her there for their names. Okay, I missed that part. I was so. too busy listening to their conversation. Which was interesting, because it's a really weird bead between the two of them. Because when they're on the hover train together, Brolin and dude whose name I don't know. And the, the actual main character. Yes. Brolin really should have been the main character in my brain. Richard Benjamin? There you go. The actor's name. Richard Benjamin. Like, so between Brolin and Richard Benjamin, you feel like it's the scene in Die Hard, where like the two strangers on the plane are just talking, and it's not like they know each other, but you don't really get into it. Like you don't find that out for a while until I get to Westworld and they're like settling into the uh, hotel. Mm-hmm. I had assumed that they were just meeting on the plane for the first time in that first scene. Sure, and you get the three dudes who go to Westworld, then you meet a couple other people who are going into the other worlds, just because you need to know. But they do at least show you what's going on in the other worlds. Mm-hmm. And Westworld definitely like we didn't see much around world. And we saw Medieval World, but Westworld out of the three of them so far looks like more entertaining. Yeah. I love the fact that at some point in the meta plot where they're like in there in Westworld, they get arrested, murder the sheriff, which is just something that would happen in any group that, you know, oh, we're, we used to role play. We've got this. Really? This is just, this is just a bad way to LARP. This is just, you know, <laughs> LARPing in the 22nd century. Yeah. And then you have, them are they are planning on going back to the town and they're like we can do whatever we want and we just murdered the sheriff and you have the third dude who went with them to Westworld which frankly is not enough they should have more people but that's beside the point has become the sheriff and that's the story I wanted to see not the robots go bad I wanted to see these two guys go back and try and get away with shit well the other dude's like well I'm the sheriff I'm the new law in town. so we have dueling you know dueling a dueling GMs kind of thing right because you had two, you had these three people who really couldn't hurt each other with their guns <laughs> and one was going well I'm the law now one just garrots you know <laughs> James Brown just garrots uh, the sheriff I'm just wondering how bad you it actually killed him that wasn't a robot 
How about a vacation that was not going to be for that guy? Because James Brolin was going to kick his ass. Yep. You know, <laughs> then, you know it was like paunchy white, you know, guy who was going on vacation alone. Hmm. I love the married couple who, like, one went to um, one went to medieval Rome, <laughs> and his wife went to Rome. And when he's when he heard the description of Rome world, where I forget the adjective they used, but but it inferred that it would be very sensual. It was all the loose morals of the late Roman Empire, <laughs> right? He just like he did not look pleased that that's where hello, his wife was hello. going. She looked, you know, elated. Delighted, right? She was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> is there all the porn parody of uh, the worlds are going to? But Rome is all as just porn, no story. Yep. And then I love, like, that's one of the first signs that the world's going wrong quickly. Was that one of the guests wanted to sleep with a fucking robot, and the robot deigned to say, uh, not today. When you have sex bots, <laughs> sex bots can't say no forever. I just think that he didn't really give it his all, and I, I would want a robot for a program to at least, you know, make it up. Maybe it's a survey you fill out of, like... You know, how much work do you want to have courting your sex bot? I suck. Just make her say yes. <laughs> no work wanted. <laughs> I would like to maintain eye contact for three seconds and just have them start. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is just a precursor to the holodeck. <laughs> this is a precursor to the holodeck. And all, every... Every Star Trek episode that reaches a holodeck is derivative of this. It's exactly, exactly. You know, never go to the holodeck. It will go wrong. Never go to Murder World. Never go to Robot Island. They will kill you. Seriously. <sighs> They're making a, a, a remake of this, which Wait. will just be sex. They're making it on HBO. Which is going to just be sex. Starring. I, see, I don't see Anthony Hopkins on Wikipedia. He's totally on there. Now I gotta look it up. But yeah, so yeah, supposedly Anthony Hopkins will be the, you know. He's like the inventor. <laughs> the inventor of Westworld. It was totally on there. It just wasn't on the main. It was on its own article. Okay, they wrote an article for it already? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Westworld TV series. Upcoming, it's gonna so, star, like, everyone. Anthony Hopkins as the creative director. James Marsden as a newly arrived gunslinger, Evan Rachel Wood, Dandy Newton, Ed Harris. It sounds as like the man in black. Ed Harris is. You will, okay, I will say Ed Harris. Hopefully, Ed Harris is playing Yul Brynner. Well, there's not. Yeah, I don't know. No, he can work. The only thing better would be like Lee Van Cleef or Sam Elliott playing that role. Sam Elliott's kind of a little old. Play, I think they're they're both a little. I only you know I don't know if Lee Van Cleef is even alive. I mean, we should mention, though, that this is... The no, Leaving Cleef is dead. This is the second TV series based around Westworld. The first airing three out of its five episodes before people just would please stop airing it. Again, this will be the one they'll remember it for. Oh, my God, how much robot sex can you fit to an episode? Oh, well, if 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 Game of Thrones is any... <laughs> Well, see, they have the advantage now. They have all those Game of Thrones costumes <laughs> that they can use in medieval worlds. There you go. Then they're figuring out how to make some money. I do like J.J. Abrams behind it. I know a lot of people have beefs with him, just like, you know, like, he is a one-trick pony. But this seems to be, like, a trick that he could do. Well, he's executive producer, so and, I... And he'll direct the first episode. Okay, it's... If he's just directing the first episode, I mean, 
I'm holding my breath here a little bit. Then you got a Nolan. Uh, at least not Christopher Nolan. No, it's the brother. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm fine with that. It's a it's a strong cast. Kind of too strong. It's HBO though. They always do strong cast. You know, hmm. at this point, I think they're worried Game of Thrones. You know, might have to go on hiatus as they wait for more book to uh. Maybe, and they're just trying to. The thing that's going to confuse me about this is it fits well into a movie, but how is it going to fit into a TV series? Episode series. And that's just assuming they only want one which, season out of it. Which they don't. You know, it's, yeah. it's HBO. They want at least five. Maybe season two will go into medieval world. <laughs> medieval world. Roman world. Well, you're, you're showing Rome again, HBO. Come on. Two seasons are just Rome. Which, which was a dictate on how much sex can you actually have in a TV series. Rome. <laughs> Rome was up there. Rome was... That might up. still be the top of the HBO section. No, well, no. We live in a world where True Blood has, has run six seasons. I forgot that was on HBO. I never watch it. I, I watch a little bit of, like, I think I watched the first episode. Sure. Because everyone has to watch the first episode. Well, I'm assuming show. there's nudity, but... As it goes, Deadwood, which is, you know, Westworld without robots, was actually probably the least. Was that HBO? I thought that was Showtime. No, that was HBO. Okay. Deadwood, Carnival, Realm... Dead Like Me was Showtime. Okay. But yeah, so... Um, so... Anthony Anthony Hopkins... See, I think... My theory is that Anthony Hopkins is there for an episode. And the creator, the creative director of Westworld is going to be axe-murdered. Uh, you never... HBO has heaping gobs of money, though. I just feel like it's kind of like having... Um, I can't remember his name, but the dude who's in The Flash right now... Um, the Flash Dead? Dead, uh... The guy, was the guy, maybe he's the guy who played Ed in the TV series. But, um, no, the, not the Falash's dad, the, uh, the doctor, the scientist, the head, the guy who's responsible. For, yeah. Um, I just think, like, the theory going around is that one way or the other, he's out by the first season, because uh, he's a big name for just a TV series. I hope not, because he's doing really well at it. He's a completely, he's completely a sociopath. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. But, again, I think TV shows command more money now than they used to. That and Anthony Hopkins isn't getting any younger, so maybe he's just like, yeah, I could stay in this place for well, you know, for a while. Odin's dead, so he doesn't have to worry about any Thor films. Spoilers. It's like a year old now. I haven't seen the second one yet. Oh, okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It had cool spaceship designs. I've heard mixed reviews. You're a wanted man bent on survival. Starring Rodrigo Santaro. I, I think we're running out of brain power here. Yeah, we, uh... I think we set our piece on, uh, on this film. It's Westworld. It's uh, Westworld. It was worth watching. It's definitely worth watching. If it was a free stream, it would have a higher recommendation, but it's okay. a rental stream. I will say that if you're going to rent it, and anything we've said sounds desirable, instead of paying the $3, pay $5 and just buy the thing. Yeah, because it's all, it's on available on DVD on Amazon for like five bucks. It's worth it's worth having in your collection. I mean, it's definitely worth two more dollars than the rental. <laughs> mm. So until oh wait, what's next? Next up we have number thirty three, Forbidden Planet. Oh no, <laughs> it's forbidden. Oh no, 